This is News Talk. And I suppose not surprisingly, Jerry the Monk Hutch dominates the tabloid front pages. The Irish Sun, Judgment Day for Jerry, seven years after Regency murder. The Irish Daily Mirror, Hutch D Day. And the Irish Daily Star, Hair Today gone tomorrow. That's because there's a new photograph released of Jerry the Monk Hutch with uh, some longer hair and that's on the front of the Irish Daily Star. Both the Star and the Mirror reporting that Jerry Hutch has booked flights to leave the country. Now he's set to learn today his fate when judges at the Special Criminal Court will deliver their verdict and as News Talk's courts correspondent Frank Rainey was reporting there, unlike a jury the uh, three judges are going to have to go into very specific details details uh, when they outline their finding either guilty or not guilty. So it's not just a case of saying that they'll have to give quite a lengthy reasoning as to why they find Jerry the Monk Hutch either guilty or not guilty. So it's going to be a big, big day. Uh, so that's the front of the Irish Daily Star as well. The front of the Irish Daily Mail will wake us all up this morning. Your identity on sale for €25. Euro. The Mail is reporting that Irish identities are being stolen and sold online for 25 quid. I mean, you'd like to think we're worth a little bit more, wouldn't you? Major data breaches have resulted in a significant number of Irish customers' bank login details, passwords, PPS numbers and addresses. All the crucial details being packaged together and the information being sold on the dark web. The package contains a person's real name, address and ID. Credit card numbers, copies of passports and driver's licences are also on sale. And the Banking and Payments Federation says you can buy credit card details on the dark web for about €10. Um, now, like the question is, does the card work or not? But it's certainly concerning if it's all being sold off online for 25 quid and there's potential there to uh, defraud you of an awful lot of money. The Irish Independent on the front page looks at another way that we're being robbed, which is cars being stolen. Gardaí are tackling a nationwide epidemic in car theft and violent hijacking offences, with the vast majority of offenders escaping without being arrested. New figures show more than 1,300 vehicles were stolen across the country up to the end of March. 33 hijackings or attempted hijacking incidents have taken place. And I don't know if you're in a WhatsApp group. We're in a WhatsApp group in Nace. uh, And there's so many incidents that you see. It's sent around online. I don't know about GDPR now or whatever, but you know the the doorbells that have the video cameras on them. But people share these videos of a couple of people going around estates at three or four in the morning and they're just opening car doors or trying to open car doors. So it's as simple as that. They just go around, see if there's a car... Uh, open and then I presume they hotwire it and rob it and now we're seeing that there is an epidemic going on around the country there 429 vehicles stolen last month alone, 422 in February and 452 in January, which is quite interesting, the figure is kind of the same every month, but the figures are very high uh, and the warning is that it could get worse during the summer months as well because uh, the criminals might not like to get cold in the middle of the night so it might be easier to go out and steal cars when it's a bit milder. So just be aware of that. Make sure your car is locked. Uh, The Irish Examiner, parents demand juvenile ICU for Cork. Calls are being made for paediatric intensive care facilities for Cork. 
you may have seen this story. This is after the parents of a girl who died following a strep A infection highlighted how their daughter had to be taken to Dublin for treatment when critically ill. Uh, it's absolutely frightening the way strep A takes hold because some of the early symptoms, you know, kids have sniffles and sore throats and things like that. And very quickly this developed. Vivian Murphy from Cork died on the 1st of March in 2019 in Temple Street Hospital. Her parents, Dermot and Lily, are concerned at the lack of intensive care facilities for children, essentially outside of the capital. So if you're not in Dublin, what happens? Because trying to get a child to Dublin could take hours. And uh, when you've strep A infection, every minute counts. So the Murphys are calling for a helipad at CUH so that other critically ill patients could be transported to the care they need more quickly. So um, obviously it's a frightening story, but her parents want to make sure that lessons are learned and it doesn't happen to any other family. Now, the Irish Times on the front page, Thonishtha, says Dublin allowance very, very challenging. We heard a lot about this last week. Should teachers and nurses who work in Dublin get extra money because it's so expensive to live there? Well, Thonishtha Michal Martin says it's very, very challenging for the government to agree to. He said the government was aware of the challenge facing key staff as they compete for housing in Dublin uh, and asked about the proposal for teachers and nurses of a Dublin allowance. Michal Martin said we do acknowledge the challenge of residing near the school you're working in the Dublin region given the impact of house prices but it's very very challenging to come forward with a pay framework that would respond to that. So uh, he says that there are broader measures that could be done. I was chatting to a teacher friend yesterday who was telling me that in Kildare and Dublin they're just seeing more and more teachers uh, well first of all they're seeing more and more vacancies but they're seeing more teachers that they worked with with say last year going back home to places like Monaghan and Roscommon because they're earning the same money but they're not paying a fortune or as much of a fortune for rent in Kildare and Dublin. So you can have the same income, but a better quality of life if you go back home rather than staying in some of the bigger commuter areas. So there is a big, big problem with it. Also in the front of the Irish Times, more. We saw this yesterday in the papers as well. More about this report into Tony Houlihan moving to Trinity College Dublin and the report into his secondment concludes that he should not have been involved in aspects of the move. The Irish Times says it's understood that the long-awaited report does not contain any adverse findings against Tony Hulan, but does identify issues with the structure of the process. Staying with the Irish Times, if you'd like to live in the heart of Dublin, well, there's good news for you because residents could make a return to Henry Street in Dublin. Would you like to live on Henry Street? For the first time in decades, there are new plans being submitted to Dublin City Council. A German property investment company wants to convert unused floors above a shop on the corner of Henry Street and Moore Street into apartments. Under the plans, the first, second and third floors would be converted into two studios, five one-bed apartments and one two-bed apartment and there will be a communal rooftop garden uh, as well and they'll keep a shop downstairs. So this is more of this idea of getting people back in to our town and city centres living above shops and you can certainly see the appeal uh, because we're all trying to live close to facilities. How about living on Henry Street? 
itself. So uh, we'll see what happens with that planning application and what Dublin City Council decides. Bit of a mess yesterday in the Phoenix Park. I don't know if you saw this on social media or not. The mail has picked up on it. So there was a 10k race on. But when is a 10k race not a 10k race really is the question. Uh, Apparently for a brief moment yesterday two world records were smashed at the Great Ireland Run but hopes were soon dashed when organisers revealed that the 10k course wasn't 10k it was 8.5k (laughs) and what confused people was when they crossed over the finish line they suddenly looked at their watch and said to themselves God I I did that 10k extremely quickly have I just become an amazing runner all of a sudden well actually no it's because uh, it wasn't 10k it was 8.5k many apparently were initially thrilled to have clocked their own personal best Uh, then some people thought there was a problem with their watches um, because it had only registered eight and a half kilometres but as more and more crossed over the line it became clear something went seriously wrong. Now they have apologised the organisers have apologised to all the competitors. I suppose the question would be wouldn't you think someone would have measured the course before 2,000 people go pay, I don't know, 30 quid in for a race uh, and hope to do a good 10k. So anyway, I certainly wasn't one of those doing the 10k, but if I was, I probably would have been uh, annoyed that it was only 8.5k. A couple of final stories, one from the Irish Independent. Joe Lynham is going to have more about this and pennies. And Irish shoppers make up 60% of pennies global fake tan sales. And this is because we're so sun-starved in Ireland. The Irish Independent reports Irish shoppers now account for more than 60% of all the sales of uh, fake tan by pennies. Hardly surprising that Irish shoppers account for the bulk of the retailer's fake tan sales. Pennies has recorded a boost in sales as Irish consumers are obviously struggling with the rising cost of living. Uh, Fake tan and sales of lipstick are all up in pennies, uh, according to that report, and there'll be more on Breakfast Business with Joe about that. And finally, if you're a fan of Baywatch, The Sun has the news this morning that Baywatch is returning to our screens after two decades and David Hasselhoff is ready to feature in the reboot. Obviously, we've had remakes of Magnum P.I., Hawaii Five-0. Casting is still to be decided, but David Hasselhoff uh, is almost certain to appear. Of course, the other question would be, what about Pamela Anderson? And would she be up for it as well? Now, the other question is, obviously, Baywatch was filmed at a different time before uh, we were so concerned about... Um, I suppose misogynistic issues and things like that will they have to maybe not objectify women as much this time round now some of the men were objectified as well but we'll see what happens with it anyway those are the stories in the papers on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com this this is Newstalk 